Hey there, Lady Bolding here. Thank you for joining the Bold Movement Podcast. I hope everybody is having a good day or evening or possibly morning, depending on what end of the world that you're listening in from. I want to talk about a touchy subject. When you're right, you're right, or are you? I know that everybody feels as if they may be right based off their understanding or moral or experience or maybe just something that they've been guided through or prompted to through life. And it can get touchy when you get around a group of people and they start to have interesting dialogue about sensitive subjects. And I think a lot of times we expect that people have to carry the same moral value or insight that we do. And if they don't, then they're wrong or right and we're wrong or right. And and I argue that. I don't think a person has to be wrong or right. I think everybody can be right within themselves. You know, it's a bad habit to see something and say someone is wrong. I had a lot of growth in this particular area. I felt like wrong was wrong and, well, right was right. That only goes so far. It's a very heavy piece of luggage to carry because not only does it not belong to you, but it causes you to focus your energy, time, and attention to a place that doesn't serve you. It doesn't do you any good to feel bitter or upset about the way somebody else thinks or feels. You know, there's this old Indian story that speaks of a grandfather teaching his grandson about the story of two two wolves. You may have heard it. It's pretty popular. I'll sum it up for you. The grandfather tells the grandson that within us, we have two wolves. One is evil and it is full of anger, envy, jealousy, sorrow, regret, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. And the other, the other is good. It's joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, kindness, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. Well, the grandson proceeds to ask which of the two wolves wins. And the grandfather replied, the one that you feed. So basically, the moral of the story is we have a fight from time to time with the two wolves that is in us. One of good, one of evil. And whichever one we feed is the one that grows. And I believe this because for many years I fed um, the, the first wolf, thinking that I was right because of feeling that my way came from a more loving or more deserving point of view because of what I had been through. Being, you know, I came from what could seem than a less than favored background. It was almost like I felt as if I had earned my right to tell some, some, someone something since I had been through something. But boy, do I laugh at myself sometimes about that now. This is when you know that you can see your own growth, is when you can look back and kind of laugh at yourself. Basically, all that means is growing is a blessing, and we haven't been denied that. There are plenty of first wolves walking among us, but some are fooled into wanting to be more like them because of possessions or statuses, so they tend to be exempt from the microscope for some. Maybe some feel they must have done something right to be where they are. There's some truth to that statement. They must have done something right, yes, but that right wasn't necessarily right for everybody. It was the right for them. But it doesn't mean that it's, you know, right or wrong in the level of circumstance. This is why the sales industry has such a fun time recruiting. Insurance sales, phone sales, car sales, whatever type of sales. The influence, they basically influence with the dream of someone else's record or sprinkled with fun prizes or motivational techniques or bonuses that are hold as a caveat of expectation. Many get very discouraged when they don't hit that bar that was set for them. When in all actuality, even with this or in life, we need to be excited to learn when something is a clear indicator that this was or wasn't the type of 
field or job or situation that was best for them and applaud the ones that it was for. However, it's like, you know, it's like they say, not everything that shines is glitter. So even that comes from lessons or understanding that everyone is right. That doesn't mean that it has to be right for you. It doesn't mean whatever, but you don't have to hold that heavy weight or the judgment of, you know, what somebody feels right that you don't agree with. We should welcome the things in our life that turn out to be a centerpiece that first may have looked like a disappointment or heartache. And I truly mean that because there's been a lot of times when we look back at a story after it's happened and we're able to say things like, you know, now looking at that, had that part not happened, I wouldn't have or I wouldn't be at or I wouldn't understand. So this is another reason why it's so important when something is drifting through your life as moments do it's very important to understand that it is a moment and there's something that that is going through that that you need to pick up while this moment of maybe hurt or disappointment or just basically a moment of something that's not so favorable uh, you know you need to remember there's something in that there's something that's going to you're going to get from it you know um, and you have to remember that Your best lesson for people or for anyone in your life, even for those not directly in your life, is just continue to be a light. Sometimes we tend to want to pull people into what we want them to do or we want to grow for them. You can't grow for your kids. You can't um, take away the things that you are afraid are going to, you know, make it hard for them or you can't evolve for your kids. They're going to have to evolve on your own. You can't make a man that you want in your life act like the man that you want or a woman that you want in your life to act like the woman that you want. People are going to be people and you have to allow that. You have to allow those people that are in your life to be who they are and you have to love and accept them for that and they have to love and accept you for who you are. In fact, I was talking, um, or I think, believe it was maybe on Facebook, and I'd seen somebody post the whole 50-50 status. I want somebody to meet me halfway or 50-50. You don't need somebody to meet you at 50. You need somebody to meet you at 100, 100 and 100. I say this because sometimes when two people who are kind of splintered in life or a little bit shattered in life, they will fulfill each other's weaknesses, and so they're happy and they're in love and they're elated. But once those weaknesses are filled and they start to feel balanced, if that was the only thing holding them together was that one hard time or that situation or that circumstance, then there's going to be no basis for what happens once that circumstance is filled. So it's basically, okay, what now? We outgrew each other. The feelings aren't the same. Well, I think it's important to understand that the two people who are balanced when they come together, a hundred and a hundred. I'm not saying you have to be in your perfect job. You have to make the perfect income. You got to have your house established. You have to be, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about coming to somebody at a hundred percent of who you are coming to somebody at a hundred percent balance to where when you add somebody to your equation, neither one of you are tipping the scale too hard. And when you are, because you are so balanced, you're actually able to line up together and it not seem as if one person is teetering for too long. It still balances out. And I I think we need to remember that. So when it comes to being somebody's advice or somebody's fulfillment or somebody's help or somebody's whatever it is, just be sure that you're not trying to create the dream, create the desire or create those things in those people because they have to do that on their own. They're going to have to evolve and they're going to have to um, 
come into their becoming on their own. And what you need to do is just stand there with them. Be their light. Be that one that's next to them to where you're like, I got you. I'm shining for you. We have a we have a tendency as people to throw out worry. You know, well, I'm worried for this person and I'm worried for that person. Don't be worried. Be courage for that person. And the way that you do that is just by standing bright. Stand as the person that you are. You know, um, and we have to be careful on being, you know, um, a, a conditional person. I, I, I notice sometimes people feel as if making, making the person that they want or making the people within their within their life or within their circumstance do whatever it is that they want them to do that that makes them feel better so basically they they it's kind of like going to the casino right you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the casino with my last 20 and i'm gonna try to win my rent money and if i do win win my rent money then i'm gonna be so happy about going to the casino and i'm gonna love the casino but if i go in there and spend my last 20 and i don't win i'm gonna kick myself in the rear for the next 10, 20 years about how I wasted all my money in the casino. That's the same thing people do with relationships. They're like, well, it would have worked out if such and such would have done this. Well, it would have worked out if such and such would have done that. They did this. They did that. And you're not taking accountability for your own, for your own actions, for your own feelings, for your own growth, for your own balance. You have to do that. You have to make sure that you're balanced to a level to where no matter what somebody from the outside does, no matter what, regardless of how close they get to your life, regardless of how close they are to you in proximity or in an emotional sense or, you know, how many years you've known them, no matter what the circumstances, you still have to be standing still in the center of your 100% of your balance. You have to sit there and you have to be balanced no matter how far somebody, how, how far somebody's expectation is, no matter how deep the blame some, somebody tried to put on you, no matter what it was, you got to go back to being that wolf we talked about. Be that second wolf. Feed the second wolf. Not the wolf of anger, not the wolf of, you know, depression or anxiety or any of that. But, but be the one of empathy and generosity and truth and compassion and faith. Stop looking for the fairy tale to be fair. Stop looking for somebody to do something for you to feel better about different situations. You are responsible for you. You are responsible for being whole and you're responsible for being your own light. And in that, the people that are in your corner and love you for the right reason and in truth and in balance, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a relationship, if it's healthy, They'll understand your light and they'll stand beside you and they won't be there and and judge you or say, well, if you do this, I'll be better for it. If you do that, you got to understand that real love is, it's unconditional. So you don't have to worry about somebody saying, well, if you love me, you do this. Or if you love me, you wouldn't have done that. And if you're the type of person that's still blaming somebody from your past for the situation that you're currently in in your present, you have a very heavy and large piece of luggage that really doesn't belong to you. You got to learn to let that go. You have to learn to let it go. You truthfully do. Forgive. Don't just forgive because of them or whatnot. You're forgiving for yourself because you allowed somebody to make you feel like you didn't have the power over your own emotions. You own that power. 
That person, when they brought out this whatever it is in you, they at that point had more power. So forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for losing yourself, even if it was just a minute, to become powerless to the emotion or to the moment of something that you either regret or that hurt or whatever it is. You, you have to let that go in so many different levels. You have to let that go. So I'm telling you today, everyone is right in their own way. And you have to understand that. You can't take it personal. You can't say, well, you know, um, it, you know, that's just not right. I do it this way. That's fine. You don't have to participate in what you don't want to participate in. You don't have to agree with what you don't agree, agree with. You are in charge of you. Your power is behind your peace. Your power and, and, your, and your authentic uniqueness and your stability and your overall beauty of who you are is within you. It doesn't come from anything else outside of you. So when you do get in those friendships that are 100-100 and you do get into those relationships that are 100-100, You'll feel like you've been there because it's that peace that's in you. So there's that familiar feeling. It's familiar. If something is up and down and complicated up and down, nine times out of ten, there's somebody who's looking for a condition. Whether it's you looking for a condition in a person or a person looking for a condition in you. And one of you is not a conditional person, which neither one of you should be. But sometimes we lose our little, you know, we lose footing and and it happens. You just have to get back on track. You guys, you've been wonderful. I don't want to keep you for too long. You're amazing. Make sure you tell yourself at least two times a day, I can. I will. And I am so worth it. I hope you enjoyed the Bold Movement podcast. God bless you. And remember that you're worth it. Because you truly are. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in.